Welcome to Tal Morell. Join us as we follow. Whoa, hold on a second. Uh, some of this is a little outdated. Uh, let's do a quick change here. Is there anything that's usable? Um, okay, just that. All right, should be good to go. As they take on an epic quest, I'm your dungeon master, Tyler Hodkinson, and this is Crits the Limit. Welcome back to Tal Morell. This is Crits the Limit. I'm your dungeon master, Tyler Hodginson, joined as always by Phil Mestri as the lumberjack half orc barbarian, Ugg Dukeshire. I uh, don't know what to say. <clears throat> You've said enough. Exactly. Uh, Ryan McLeod as the Aladrin monk, Bryn Sovelis? Sovelis. 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 Yep. Cerveza. Cerveza. Is that, was that his name last Bryn Savellis? Yeah. Oh, Bryn. Right, yes. Bryn. Way to take notes, Phil. Taking some notes now. Uh, we got Sarah Reach rolling for Dave Cockrum as the tiefling rogue Sully Two Brothers. Hello. And back again, we've got Brad Hutchison as the Tempest Hill... Nope. Tempest Cleric Hill Dwarf Ulrich Boldbrew. Howdy, folks. Uh, let's get all caught up to speed. Last time... You guys caught up with Damon Coheast and his ward, Bryn Sovelis. I like it. It's kind of Spanish sounding. Mm -hmm. Sovelis. <laughs> Tough to say if you have a lisp. <laughs> uh, Damon used his monolith stone to heal everyone and replenish spell slots and assigned Bryn to help you search the rest of the castle for the missing stone. You checked around, and while searching, Ugg found a brain in a jar. Upon touching it, he found himself transformed into a woman. Kinky. He got incredibly lucky and was able to reverse the effects. You then stumbled into a bedroom with a monolith stone sitting on a pedestal. You grabbed it and returned to Damon. He then used the two stones to open up a portal into the Feywild. You all jumped in, and that's where we are right now. Ooh. So, you guys just jumped into this weird spinning portal that was opened up in the middle of this castle. Uh, so, after you jump in, you feel like you're passing through a forest at, like, light speed. So, like, all these trees are whipping by you. Uh, as you enter it, all the, the leaves uh, begin to change color from green to, like, reds and browns. Uh, you travel like that for a little bit, and then the leaves begin to fall, and you feel snow whip past you, and the temperature drops, so it's super frigid. So you guys travel like that for a little bit longer. Uh, some ice pellets pass by you. Then the snow changes to rain, and you can see and hear thunder on all sides of you past the trees. Uh, after that, uh, the trees start budding with fresh leaves, uh, that are shooting out of the branches and the sun finally reveals itself uh, in the direction that you're looking it gets brighter and brighter as you head toward this light and then it goes completely black and you hit the floor ow that was the weirdest hole I've ever been in <laughs> I seriously dislike this place so strange in here is, is it still pitch black? Uh, it is not still pitch black. Uh, you find yourself, well, after you hit the floor, you're in a uh, very tastefully decorated home. Ugh. Seems unnatural. Do these surroundings look familiar to me in any way, shape, uh, or form? No, nothing here looks familiar to you. Not the inside of this home, anyways. This, is, the, this is supposed to be the famed Feywild. 
Just looks like a goddamn house. There are people who dwell here. I'm gonna check. Do to not see if, take them lightly. I'm gonna check to see if the chairs are made of gingerbread. Okay. Does that mean you're just gonna, gonna take a, a bite? You're gonna of take chair? a bite of chair. A three. <laughs> a three. <laughs> uh, you chip your two front teeth. Oh. <laughs> as you chomp into it. Well, it's not made of candy. Mind your tusks. <laughs> what are the what does the room look like? Is it like elegantly furnished? Is it uh, modest? It, it's pretty elegant. Uh, you know, like there's a fire that's burning in a hearth. Uh, you look over and you see that there's like a pot of soup uh, that's boiling over top of it. Uh, you look in one of the corner corners. There's a nice a bed that's made out of hay. It's like a double bed. Uh, there's a table with uh, three chairs that are sitting around it. Um, what else is in there? The smell of chicken is very thick in the air. Uh, all the walls are made of this nice uh, kind of old looking stone. And there's some woven tapestries hanging from the walls uh, that have like different scenes, like s- some kind of art is uh, depicted on them. Any scenes like like historical scenes or is it just art? Like in like... Like uh, weird avant-garde art, or is it like depicting like an historical like battle or something? Give me a history check and see. Oh, that's a natural sixteen. Plus this guy's good at history. <laughs> no, he's not. No, it's a sixteen. <laughs> uh, so you notice that some of them are depicting like historical happenings that did happen in the Feywild. Uh, you look at one of them, and you can see uh, what looks like. Um, a goat person shaking hands with an elf. Would I know what that symbolizes? Would I? Would I? For my time here, would I know what what event they're depicting? Uh, yes, you would know that this handshake is symbolizing uh, the the brokering of peace between uh, some of the uh, the courts within uh, the Feywild. I go over and I look at the picture and I just say. They definitely had sex after that handshake. They did. <laughs> totally. It's historical record. Mm-hmm. That's what seems to happen after these paintings. After those paintings of handshaking and arm wrapping and all that stuff, well, definitely some sex after that. Although, if you notice, the setter is definitely hover-handing the elf. Just not quite touching. Just oh. kind of like like close, but like don't want to get too close. Mm-hmm. It's like very, very uh, teasy foreplay. That's what that is. Are there any windows? Uh, yeah, there's uh, two windows over by the uh, kitchen area. Uh, so Ricky liked to go to the window and just take a peek out, see what outside looks like. Mm. Okay. Uh, you're too short to see out the windows. I drag a chair to the window <laughs> and climb the chair. Okay, so you drag a chair over to the window and you hop up uh, and you look outside and it looks just like uh, like uh, in between spring and summer day. Does it, can I hear, do I hear anything uh, inside the house? Uh, no, inside no. the house, all you can hear is the sound of soup boiling. Is it just one big room or is there doors? Uh, there's just one big room. It's like a like a giant uh, bachelor apartment, pretty much. Any mats or books in this, in this place? Uh, not that you can see, no. I'm going to check the soup. Okay. 
What do you want to do with it? Uh, just see if it's actually good soup or if there's oh, something gross in there. Uh, You're gonna like, I'm not going to taste it. I'm just, is there a spoon in the... Yeah, there's a ladle inside Okay, the... I'm just going to stir it around. Okay. Do we have to roll for that? Or? Yeah, roll. A uh, seven. A seven? Uh, What's you... your soup modifier? <laughs> <laughs> What's your culinary modifier? Plus seven. Uh, so you stir it around and it seems just like normal soup. Let's give it a little sniff. Oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Guys, this chicken soup smells good. Oh. And it's a two. A two? Uh, yeah, it smells really good. Hey, uh... I would uh, not I would not eat the food here. Is uh, this place kind of like uh, not what it seems? Nothing is last, as it seems in the Feywild. Remember last time I, dra- I drank a mystery liquid and I went blind? Oh, right. So maybe uh, let's let's hold off on trying some strange soup. But it smells or so good. as a, another example, how five minutes ago you touched a jar and reverted sexes. That is true. I will not I would refrain from touching soup. anything. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to put the lid on the soup. Uh, okay. You cover the soup up. And it's a little quieter now. It's a little quieter? Yeah, it's just a bit quieter. Um... I'm gonna go to the door. Okay. And uh, and just open it. Kind of just peer outside. Okay. As you open the door, uh, you're standing face to face with this goat person holding a bunch of wood. Does it look like the goat person in the painting? Uh, it does look like the goat person in the painting. Hmm. Is that because all goat people look the same? Racist. Uh, this goat person does not look like goat people you've seen before. You can tell that right off. I'll immediately hop back and just put my hands up. And say, we mean you no harm. We apologize for intruding into your house. That's okay. It happens sometimes. We were transported here via magic. Are, are, Are you from the material plane? We are. You look like you belong here, though. I spent time here, yes. Yeah, you, you look like a lot of people that hang out in the summer court. There are elves here. What about me? Do I look like I belong? Whoa. What? Are you, you're a dwarf? Yeah, buddy. Whoa, we don't get too many of you around here. That's pretty cool. Sure. You got, you guys want some soup? No. Oh. Where? No, thank what, you, sir. What, what is your name, sir? You, you want to know my name? Sure. My name's Oak Briar Leaf Dick. <clears throat> Oat Briar? Oak Briar. Oak Briar. Uh, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's that? Uh, is that you in the painting here in this house here? No, that's my great-grandpappy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Old Grandpa Lee. Looks, like a, looks yeah. like a very firm handshake in that photo. It, you know what? It, it looks that way, but it's not. He was kind of doing this thing where he keeps his distance away from the, the elves because the elves don't really want to touch us or didn't want to back then. Now everyone likes touching each other. It's fine. Hmm. TZ foreplay. Okay. You, you were right. Uh, so, so you guys just showed up in my house. Where, where are we? Where, that's, that's Gash's voice. Sorry. <laughs> where are we? Uh, you're like a little ways away from the summer court. Hmm. Uh, would I know where the summer court is? Uh, roll a history for my time here. Nope. Six. Uh, so you know you know of the courts that exist within the Feywild, but you're not, you know, well versed in whereabouts, mm. like how to travel between them. We're looking for hags. Have you seen them? Uh, I haven't seen any hags in quite some time since 
the, the we brokered the peace deal and separated the courts. What about some hot women? Hot maybe, women? Maybe dragging a body. Uh. I, I don't know where you'd find something like that. That that sounds pretty unscrupulous. You might want to go to, like, the Dream Court or the Winter Court for something like that. Uh, do you uh, happen to have a map of the Feywild? You know, I'm a longtime fan, but first time actually getting to the Feywild. Uh, we, I don't have a map of, you know, the area. We're not too big into maps around here, but... The uh, Feywild changes constantly. Yeah. The maps are... Useless oh. in this place. Place like alive. It changes from day to day, from moment to moment. Nothing is as it seems. Oh, this right. guy's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They haven't warmed up to me yet. Mm-hmm. I've just joined this party of ruffians. You could have. You could have just left it at party, man. I thought he was gonna <laughs> call us buffoons. So at least that's an upgrade. That's a step up to me. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, what, uh, any spots you suggest we check out while we're in this place? What are you looking for? Hot women. With a body. You know, a dragonborn body? Dragon, I, dragon and dragonborn, if you know what I'm saying? I, I haven't seen a dragonborn in a long time. Time also works differently in this place. All right, what go could on. be what could be moments from in the material plane could be minutes, hours, days, months here. You know anyone that uh, that that's skilled at like tracking shit down? Uh, you could probably go see the trackers who are in the summer court. Well, that's something, I guess. I mean, that's the biggest spot you're gonna find in all these places. It's like the only town for miles and miles. Can you, can you, uh, he wants point, us to go to the summer court. Can you point us in the direction of the summer court? I could take you there if you want. We don't. We don't want to impose. Yeah, you just made all this stew. Uh... Do you want me to carry those logs for you? Yeah. Can you go put them in uh, by the fire there? Sure. Thanks. I take the logs and go put them in by the fire. I appreciate that. Which which direction shall we head to reach the summer court? Well, hang on a sec. Is, are those the weapons you're taking? Yes. Are did, are they magic? No. You're gonna have a real tough time fighting your way through here if you get uh, beat up. Well. <laughs> what did he say? I don't know, man. He's talking about magic weapons. Orc, do you have a magic weapon? Uh, yes. Well. At least he does. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's a good start. You, you guys... That's a magic weapon right here. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. This guy is gross. I like it. <laughs> is, there, is there a place that you would recommend us to obtain some magical weapons? My, my brother-in-law in the summer court, he's actually a smith. A smith? Yeah. Excellent. What's his name? You want to know his name? That would be excellent. Uh, his name is Pinewood Leaf Balls. So we got leaf dicks and leaf balls. That's a great name. We're a pretty noble family. A lot of people respect us. Of course. Your family has a long lineage. I I can take you there as soon as I finish the soup. Well, we would appreciate maybe your services as a guide. Yeah. We, I you could navigate us uh, through any uh, troubling spots. Yeah, we could do that. Excellent. All right. 
So he walks over and pours himself this gigantic bowl of soup. You guys want to watch me eat this, or you want some, or uh, you know what, buddy? You go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna just spend some time uh, staring at the corner of the wall here. All, all right. I'll go sit down in the middle of the floor and just like close my eyes and meditate while he's I'm while he's sit doing that. Sit at the table and have a bowl of soup with him. All right. I too would like some soup. All right. Three bowls of soup. So he pours you guys gigantic bowls as well. All right, heat up. He starts going out. Good soup. It's chicken noodle. Noodorific. <laughs> All right, roll me constitution saving throws. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're all dead. I was waiting for <laughs> Well, new characters fun. for everybody. See, See you next week. <laughs> I'll go sit in the corner and look at the wall. <laughs> I actually I take out my uh, my special golden uh, cup. Yep. And fill it with beer from my wine skin. Mm-hmm. And I, I just slowly have a beer, and I pray to uh, Thor. Well, stand still for a second. I'll get it for you. And he pulls out a little bat. He's like, "You got a mouse sitting right on your shoulder." That's uh, that's okay, bud. That's actually my uh, that's my friend there. So don't uh, don't go messing around. What? Yeah, that's my pal. You have you have, you have just have mice clamoring all over you. I may have just mentioned. The one, buddy. May have mentioned that these are ruffians. That's rude. Well, this mice here is a king. Back <laughs> where we're from. He rules the Mouse Kingdom. He's the chief mouse in charge. Nice to meet you, King Mouse. I I want you to see a psychologist when we get into the sound recorder, if that's okay. Absolutely if, not. If there's a contact you have, we'd be glad to take it. I, I'll send you his referral on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, so he finishes the soup and he picks up the dishes and brings them to the sink. He's like, well, it's about a half day's hike from here to the summer court. So, let's get started. We'll follow him. All right. Giddy up. So, you guys start heading uh, in a direction that you don't know down a, a path. Does any of this look familiar at all? Like the trees or the the weather, the climate? Or... Just said it changes. Yeah. Uh, well, how would it look familiar? Hmm? You never know. Fair point. Hmm. I'm gonna... Who's a ruffian now? <laughs> I'm kind of... I'm going to linger a few steps back as we go and try to pull aside uh, somebody okay so maybe uh sully yeah like hey uh sully just keep your uh, keep your guard up there eh? i don't know this guy he's a weird goat guy and last time we met goat people they tried to kill us hmm i never trusted the goat so <laughs> just i don't, I don't want to get too friendly with this guy his soup was good though so maybe we should make him a prisoner and keep his soup. <laughs> that sounds like the Sully I know. <laughs> uh, so you guys are walking for uh, a little bit of time, and he's uh, telling you guys a little bit about uh, the summer court and the winter courts and all that kind of stuff. He's like, you guys got to watch out when you get there. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't really take kindly to people who don't have fey ancestry. So I'm aware of that prejudice. Yeah, you, I think you'll be okay. You look like one of them. Should I disguise myself to look uh, like a goat? 
it wouldn't hurt if you looked like one of me or an elf or something like that. But maybe as we get closer, I think it only lasts for an hour. Yes. How long is the walk to Summer Court? Uh, it'll probably be, you know, another quarter of a day or something like that. Real happy I ate that soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want, you want to do that on a full stomach. And I got two of them, so that makes it hard. Hey, Sully, uh, you got any uh, elf ears? I said you should look like an elf. I feel like I just put on some elf ears. Uh, I, I don't think there's much saving your ass, pal. Oh, darn. <laughs> that skin, those tusks, that that plaid shirt you're wearing, you, you're not going to fit in too well anywhere. Hmm. All right. I believe... Just call me a hipster. When we arrive... You should pretend to be my honor guard from the material plane. I'll say that I'm an ambassador here to conduct sure. business with the with the elves of the summer court. Sounds good. But you get those elf ears? Might help. I'll have to check my satchel. You All right. are being horribly offensive right now to my kind. Why? I'm just trying to fit in, man. It's a culture, <laughs> not a costume. This is a weird place. Cultural appropriation. Wait, hold on. Are, when you say elf ears, do you mean like costume ears? Do you yes. Mean like real. No. Like whew, okay. costume ears. I didn't. I haven't been around these people for that long, so oh. there was a chance. I <laughs> might look like a savage, but I'm not that big of a savage, okay? Whatever ears he was looking for, it was something that offended me. So if I was looking for corn ears, ears of corn, you'd be offended by that too? No. You got some corn? No. I like corn. I'll eat some corn. I too could go for some corn. There's no corn. I feel like you now owe us corn. Well, if we find some corn, you guys can have some corn. I'll get you some corn, okay? (laughs) I'll hold you to it. Uh, Sure you will. As we're walking, I just want to keep like my ears out and just listen for anything that might be following us or anything that's like might be in the woods trailing us moving around us anything uh you do hear like lots of like kind of whispering in the forest but nothing is very like prominent or anything how did uh, as we're going i'll just try and make conversation with with ug how did you first Get acquainted with Lord Coheast. Well, it's quite simple. He busted uh, Sully and I out of uh, a trolley that was heading to prison. Hmm. Prisoner. Yeah. That part does not surprise me. Well, uh, you know, had a little uh, run-in with the king. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it at that. And, uh, yeah, found myself in this cart. You're not Ugg Dukeshire, are you? <laughs> Well, yes. You have the honor of meeting me. There's a standing order to kill you on sight shall you enter the royal palace. <laughs> Since when? Since the incident. Oh. Well, good to know. Any uh, any standing orders about me? I don't know who you are. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Although I honor you and your religious choices, the Storm Lord is a good one. Yeah, Thor, Thor has seen me through some uh, struggles and times of worry. Lord Coheast then tasked you to find these stones, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. We've been on the, the path ever since. 
And you found one? And we did not turn it over immediately? We did. Why did you decide to do that? We were following the hero's orders, man. The hero was in charge. But why? Why did he make that decision? Why did you not well, decide to follow... Well, he seemed a lot smarter than the rest of us. Why did you not decide to follow the original orders? Because uh, we decided that the uh, the stone was probably worth more than the two or three hundred gold that uh, Damon was going to give us. So it was just money. Yeah, pretty much. There wasn't. You've been hanging around with us. You know, a lot of it's just about money. And who else has been searching the stones while you've been searching for them? Who else? Uh, that's what we're trying to find out. Hmm. There's a lo- there's been a lot has happened, and I'm the last person you should ask about history stuff so my memory's terrible yeah but the only other the only other people to ask are Sully and well the one who's no longer with us yeah. if I could talk to your dead friend I would I think you'd like him I think you would hmm. you'd probably miss him just as much as uh, be, me and Sully do I'd be curious to know his motivations for keeping the stone out of Lord Cohe's hands I don't know man it was like uh he grew attached to it. Attached to it? Yeah, we didn't really ever see it. It was always in a satchel. and Sometimes he'd be, like, talking to himself a lot. Hmm. But we were like, you know what? Hey, that's normal. Let's just keep going with it. You don't ask Let's a lot. find these other stones. You don't ask a lot of questions, do you? No, man. No, I just get angry a lot. Hmm. Smash things. Hmm. Interesting. Do a lot of smashing. A lot of crashing. A lot of bashing. I let the make the decisions for me, so... Mm -hmm. Well, if you have any insight about these stones, I'd I'd be interested in hearing them. Well, we didn't know how it worked. So, like... I feel like one time somebody's pants caught on fire when we tried to use it. And then somebody's hand got really big another time. Might have been the same time. And then uh, it hurt us one time. And then it healed us a lot. It's a crazy stone, man. We just didn't know what was going on. Thank you for your insight. Uh, yeah. Not a whole lot going on there, but, uh, I can talk a lot. Yes. Noted. If you want to listen, I'll talk. Noted. Uh, so as you guys are walking, uh, Oakbriar kind of stops. He's like, shh, shh. Did you guys see that? What, what do you I see? you guys see that? What do I see? What are we looking at? Right up ahead on the trail. Uh, everybody roll, um, perception checks. I got a 12. I got a 4. 18. 16. Uh, so, Sully and Bryn, uh, Oakbriar points out, and he's like, right there. And you guys notice that there's uh, what looks like two old men walking in front of you on the trail. What do they look like? Uh, roll an insight check. Garbage. That's hot garbage. Inside? Nine. Twenty-three. Okay. So with the twenty-three, uh, Sully, you see that it looks like two hunchback uh, old men uh, wearing like red hats. Wearing red hats? Yeah. We're. I'm going to uh, uh, drop into stealth. And uh, kind of just crouch into the tree line a little bit. Okay. Do you want to roll me a stealth check? 
16. Okay, so you get into the tree line, and you're well hidden in there. Just what do you guys want to do? Uh, where are you guys going? <laughs> off the road. Okay, I'm going to get off the road as well. Okay, give me a stealth check. 15. Okay, you quietly make your way off the road. Ricky, off the road. This ain't going to work. And I will make a stealth check with disadvantage. <laughs> I, I rolled a three. <laughs> and then I rolled a two. <laughs> so the total is four. Uh, so at least you don't have negative. So you start walking into the woods and you start stepping on tree branches and they start cracking and leaves are rustling and, and your armor clacks around. God damn fuck shit ass. Uh, and as that's happening, uh, Oakbriar tries to like, oh no, this, this this is not, that's not good. You're not, you're causing too much attention. And the two old men turn around and they start walking back towards you guys. Well, I'll you step mean, back into the road then and get out of the bushes. Okay. So you, Sully, Sully and Oakbriar are standing outside. Sully, off the road. Hide. Okay, I'm going into the... What are we checking? Stealth? Yeah. yeah. 25. Okay, you Damn. have no problem getting <laughs> off the road. So these two men are just walking back slowly. Slowly. And as they get closer and closer, give me a perception check. All of us? Sure. That is a 22. Oh, not 20. Mm. 21. 16. 22. Okay, so you all see that as they get closer, uh, they're like these withered, kind, like old-looking men. They're both carrying uh, what looks like canes from uh, a short distance. Uh, but you can see that their teeth are all kind of mangled. They're like hunched over heading towards you guys. Hey, uh, Leafcock, uh, these guys bad news? Uh, if, if they're what I think they are, we, we need to get out of here. What do you think they are? I think they're red caps. Do we recognize, were they in the tapestries on the wall? Uh, no, they weren't in the tapestries on the wall, no. So are they, are they like, uh, normal human men? They're... They're creepy little fey monsters that kill everything. Okay. How big are they? Uh, they're pretty small. They're about Ricky's size. Okay. Should, uh, so where are we going? Should we leave? Should we leave? Uh, I whisper. We, we should either make a decision to run or fight real quick. Let's run. I'm going to cast... Are they within 60 feet of me? Uh, yeah, they're about uh, 40 feet away from you right now. I'm going to cast Hold Person on both of them. Okay. Uh, so it's a wisdom save at uh, against DC 14. Okay. And this is, a, I'm using a third level spots, uh, spell slot okay. to get both of them. Uh, nat 1 and nat 2, so they both uh, fail their checks. We got a minute here, guys. Let's run. All right. Or should we should we eliminate this threat? We're running. No, attack them, you idiots. Oh, uh, okay. how far away are they? Sixty feet. Uh, thirty feet. They are. They're thirty Perfect. feet. Yeah. Or I'll, forty. Whatever. I'll rush up ten feet. No, uh, forty. Uh, thirty feet. Okay. With my forty feet of movement, Ooh. I can hold them for a minute. So it's about ten rounds of combat. 
Okay. And uh, I will unload on them with uh, two unarmed strikes. Okay. Uh, sounds like be lots of damage. Uh, his fist might be magical. Not yet. The iron fist? Next level. Uh, 14 to hit. Uh, on the first 14 one. will hit. By the way. Advantage? They cannot move. You know, 14. Uh, 14 will hit. 14 will hit. All right, so the second attack is uh, 13. Uh, 13 will not hit. Okay, so if one, one hits... So it's 1d6. Great. Great, 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 great. Uh, that is uh, five points of damage. See how fast this guy punches? He's kind of like a punch now, ask questions later type of dude. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, so you give him a punch, and as you get up close to him, you can see that they're not holding canes. They're holding these giant scythes. Scythes. And, yeah. Okay. Oh, and uh, you can see, like, they're kind of, like, messed up looking. Uh, you can see that there's, like, something dripping off the the hats that they're wearing. Like, red liquid is dripping off the hats. And he's just, like, snarling, like... Okay. But the, the five points hit him? The like five points hit him, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to spend a key point and do flurry of blows. Okay. So I get two more attacks. So uh, what was this guy's name? Bren Lee? Yeah, that's a 14 plus 7. That'll hit. And the second attack is... Advantage. Oh, advantage, right. Uh, 9 plus 7, so yeah, that'll, that'll hit. Yep. So two attacks on him. So the first one is uh, 4 plus 4, 8 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And the second one is uh, six bludgeoning damage. Okay. And I'll use my open palm technique to knock him on his butt. Okay. Which uh, you have to make a dexterity save of 12. I don't think you can pass it. Because you can't move. Mm. So it's, uh, I think it's an auto fail. Take that. Yeah. Uh, any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so I just double all the damage I did then. Yep. And he's knocked on his ass. All nice. right. So. All right. <laughs> can also hit them with lightning, actually. <laughs> Need to. Everything's coming up, burn the house. He is super fucked up looking. Okay. I'll just stand there. Palm out as after knocking this guy in his yeah, ass. After you do uh, 42 damage to him. Let's oh, Michael? Whoever wants to go. Yeah, I'll attack. There's no initiative here. It's just two paralyzed guys. All right, well, uh, I'm going <laughs> to walk up. so pathetic. I'm going to walk up to that guy that he's knocked down on his butt. Okay. Hold. And uh, use my uh, the great axe of the forest on him. Yep. Try to hit him. And I will not. No, roll again. Advantage. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Uh, 11. Uh, 11 will not hit. Ah, this guy's slippery. Paralyzed on the ground, and you go, vunk, vunk. Slippery. Stay still. Uh, Sully. Okay, I'll go at him with my dagger. Yep. Eight? Uh, an eight will not hit. Oh my god, unfortunately. Some poor rolls. I will also walk up and attempt to use my warhammer for the very first time. Okay. 
Uh, that'll be a total of uh, either 13 or 10. Uh, both of those will not hit. <laughs> so somehow you guys just keep missing these paralyzed people. They're slippery. <laughs> Hey, Leaf, Leaf, uh, Dick, you want to take a shot here? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I can do that. Uh, so, uh, Oakbriar runs up, and, uh, he tries to use his claw attack on the one that's already hurt. Uh, and that is going to hit. Woo! So he does... 2d8s plus 3... I'm a, I'm a little distracted concentrating on this spell. Sorry, guys. That's fine. Still thinking about that soup. It was delicious. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he murders... Sounds like I missed out. He murders that one who was uh, knocked prone, and then he moves on to the other one to take his second attack, uh, and he tries to do... Um, yeah, he's just going to use his claw attack again on him. And he crits on a Auto crit. Nah, I just, I think it's just, <laughs> it's yeah, just, just a one crit. <laughs> Double crit. Triple kill. Monster kill. Uh, and he does uh, 10 damage to him. There. How's that? It's pretty good. Alright. So one guy's down? Uh, one guy is down, yes. Alright, so I'll. Right, did they get a turn? It's your turn now. My turn? They do right. get a turn, and they just stand there. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alright, so I'll go and attack. Uh, the other one with two strikes. Okay. Where's my Where's my D twenty? Oh, advantage, right? That is uh, three. No, oh, the other one was a six. Six plus seven is uh, thirteen. Doesn't it? Thirteen hit. will not hit. No. Eighteen. That'll Eight, hit. Eighteen will hit. No crit. 18. So plus I guess you crit anyway. Yeah, you crit. crit anyway. So, uh, 1d6. Uh, 2d6. Oh, right. Woo! So, 9 plus 4 is, uh, 15. Okay. No, 13. Right? 9 plus 4, 13. Yeah. And then I'll use a bonus action to strike him again! 17 plus 7. Uh, that will yeah, that'll hit. hit. I'm glad he's on our side. <laughs> One. He's a lot more dangerous three, than he looks. 4 plus 4 is 8. Okay. There. It's always this, You notice it's always the people that don't look dangerous, like hot women. That are the most dangerous? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Ugg's turn. Uh, I'm gonna, Murderous I'm hot gonna women. Gonna try to attack. Uh, nat 20. Crits! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Seven and thirteen, so twenty damage. Damn. Uh, he is on death's door, Sully. Oh. All right. Not so slippery this time. I'm going for the dagger again. You yep. can't respond because he's paralyzed. Oh. Yeah. Witty lot one. I, I thought it was just being nice. Twenty-two. Twenty-two Ooh. will hit. Nice. And it crits. Roll it again. Seven. Uh, Sully, finish him. I'm gonna stab him in the eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you. (laughs) You do that nonchalantly. You walk up. You walk up to him like you don't even give a shit. Pull out your dagger, flip it around a couple times, and jam it in his eyeball, and he drops dead. Yes. 
and he goes down. Guys, I can only hold this spell for another 45 seconds, so... Oh, wait, never mind. I'm gonna... I'm gonna take a look at the size and stuff like that. And, uh, and root through any possessions they might have. Uh, so you notice as they drop dead, they kind of just disappear. The only thing that's left behind on each of them is a tooth. I'll take the teeth. Okay. Hmm. Uh, you grab two of these teeth. Uh, they're kind of like sharp looking, like long fangs. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. You might want to hang on to that. What do, what do these, what do these teeth mean? It said that a red cap's tooth will give you advantage on intimidation checks versus fey. Hmm. Ooh, can I have one of those? Sure. Mom, here you go, orc. Thanks. I need work on my intimidation. I know I look really intimidating, but I need some work. What I find helps is don't say things like, can I intimidate him? <laughs> just just say how you want to intimidate him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well put. This goat guy really gets me. I'm a man, gets me. I'm a man of the people. A man of the sheeple. <laughs> that was awful. Well, I got a tight five I'm doing in uh, <laughs> the summer court tonight, so I hope it goes better than that did. Um, we, should, we should also really, really tell the queen that the red caps are in this area again. Would I have no know anything about red caps about like what they are? Uh roll a history check. Oh, I'm great at these. Everyone's been great so far. Ten. Uh so you would know the name and that they're like pretty like reputable as like bad apples in uh the Feywild, but you don't know a, a whole lot of their history or anything like that. The red caps are bad. I noticed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that insight. He's, he's wise beyond his years. Well done, Ricky. Years or uh, years? I, that, yeah. I do that stuff all the time. Don't what, worry about it. Was that ears or years? <laughs> wise beyond his ears or years? Both. Oh. All right. Just going to whack him with my staff. Let punny. <laughs> Very punny. Ow! <laughs> that was good. I like, I like slapstick. <laughs> Shall we continue to make our way to the summer court? I'm kind of worried about what we might find if there's red caps just walking around so brazenly on the trail. Has have there's have there been a more nefarious presence in the Feywild? Not that I know of, but if they're out here, that means something real bad must have happened. Something to the summer court? Did they keep the law on these lands? The summer court's just probably the nicest court like if you're wanting to meet a buddy or something the summer court's probably where you're gonna go it's been many years since I've been here remind me of all the courts again you want to know all the courts there's basketball court <laughs> tennis court <laughs> there's the uh, divorce court you've mentioned the dream court, court and the and the winter court so there's the summer court that's the dominant court uh there's a lot of kind and favorable people, at least to you guys. They'll probably be the nicest, even though you will run into some elitist types of people. The elves have that problem. There's the spring and green court. That's where 
that's where you met me. I kind of live on the border of spring and summer. Uh, that's the court of life and growth. We're kind of dedicated to preserving nature. Hmm. That's why we make our mean soups out there. Sounds like a good place. To it's noble, okay. It's a noble calling. Yes, a lot of hippies. Hmm. People trying to find themselves. Dryads trying to finger bang each other and stuff like that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know all about those dryads. There's the uh, the sea court or the court of coral. They dominate the sea. They're generally pretty pretty nice, but watch out if you piss them off, they'll they'll drown you. Which court was that? The court of coral. Oh, coral. Right. I don't like swimming, anyways. You got the winter court. That's where you're gonna run into some bad eggs. That's where I thought all the red caps hung out. Who predominantly runs the winter court? The ice queen. The ice queen. I could go for some ice queen. Does the uh, does that name sound familiar to me at all? Uh, run a history check. Oh god. Should have studied. Nope. Nope. Oh, it's an actual 20. Uh, so you would know that the Ice Queen is uh, the aunt of the, the Summer Queen. The Summer Queen is uh, Guinevere. So you would know her aunt is the Ice Queen. Oh, her name? The, uh, the Ice oh, Queen's name? Uh, her name is Gwen. Gwen? Yep. And what is this dream chord you spoke of? The dream court, it's kind of an outlier. There's a lot of, like, loose alliances there. They kind of play Switzerland, if that makes any sense. Are you familiar? Which court might have cause to ma- interfere with the material plane? To exert their will to try and change things there? If anything, I would say the winter court. The winter court. They're pretty bad. There's a lot of, uh... They're usually at open war with any of the other courts. It's been pretty peaceful the last little bit. Hmm. But something bad must be happening if we're seeing all these people here. Uh, A lot of them, they want to see the mortals frozen in internal ice. The mortals of the material plane. Yeah. Ever since the, uh, the banishment of the magic users from the material plane, a lot of them... Started coming to the Feywild, taking up residence in all the other courts, and a lot of them were banished over to the to the Winter Court. Um, better the Feywild than the Fire Plane, or the Plane of Pandemonium, or the one of the Nine Hells, or Limbo. Not for me. I don't like them. No, I mean it's better that they came here, I guess, in their mind than than those places. Oh, definitely. Huh? Can we avoid that place? I don't want to turn it no, to an orc pop school. I've, uh, agreed. Mm-hmm. An orc sickle. I feel like, though, if, if your friend's body was taken there, if they seek to meddle with the material plane, that's where we'll find them. Hmm. I agree. Well, let's head to the summer court, then. Oh, okay. Maybe uh, we, we should go a little slower and sneakier. Uh, with me around, that ain't gonna happen, but jeez. Ah, I kind of jingle and jangle. Same wise gouge for me as well. Oh, all right, we'll do our best to avoid people then, I guess. So, you guys take off? I whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, 
Oh. I'm keep, just, you know, I'm jolly. <laughs> this place just makes me feel happy. I'm just tapping along with his whistling. So I am oh. definitely sneaking <laughs> 20 feet ahead of them. Uh, so you guys are going as quietly or as loudly as you want to go. Um, but uh, you don't run into anyone else on the path. Uh, so as you enter the summer court, uh, you kind of see like you're at the top of a valley. And as you look down, you can see like the flowers are in full bloom. Uh, all the trees have really deep green leaves. Like it's full on summertime here. Uh, at the edge of the valley, you can see that there's this little ring of uh, small trees that's kind of outlining an area. And mm-hmm. beyond the tree line, there's uh, what looks like little houses that are built in trees, uh, businesses, and a bunch of like pedestrians kind of walking around. Um, beyond that, there's another ring inside with some taller trees, and it looks like a castle that's built into like giant oak trees. Cool. Can we see the people moving around? Yeah, you see them moving around. Are there any attractive women? Here, take a look through my binoculars. All right, I take the binoculars. <laughs> yeah. I first wipe them to make sure there's no, like, this isn't a prank. <laughs> and I look. Do I see any attractive women? Uh, so you look through the binoculars, and you can see there's, like, some uh, cute Aladrin girls and God stuff damn like it. that. I spike. I go to spike the binoculars. I don't. There's hot women in there. Our, our enemies are in there. Are they, are they all elves? What does uh, it look like from a distance? So uh, re- this is probably me reacting to the death of a friend still. Do you want to take a look through the binoculars? Sure, yeah, I'll take a look. All right. All right. Bryn, make sure nope. you're looking for Eight. some, some uh, butts that don't quit. So you just see, like, a, a horde of people. You have pretty bad eyesight. See people. Let me see those things. <laughs> I take the binoculars, and I just kind of look through one, one eye of them. That 20? Uh, so you can see there's a variety of hot people. Uh, there's a lot of Eladrin. Um, you see that there's uh, some goat people like Oakbriar. Um, there's, yeah, lots of people that look like Bryn. Uh, there's a couple of gnomes. There's pixies. There's sprites. A lot of, like, fey-looking creatures. Hmm. Fairies. Some, some strange things going on down there. Bryn, your people are down there. Not Maybe my you know people. Somebody. Maybe you know somebody down there. Not my people. My father's people. Well, your father's people. He... Or my mother's people. You still talk to them? No. Oh. Well, Alright then. There's nothing with strangers down there. Just I didn't come here strangers. of my own accord. Right. Right. Sorry. How do you know this? Not knowing a thing. Well, let's get in there and... Jolly drinking. Uh, All right, Oakbriar. Where might we find your your brother? He he's the in the the outer rim there. Could you take us to him? Yeah, of course. So you guys set on a path down the valley, and uh, Oakbriar finds this one tree. It looks like just a normal big tree, and he knocks on it three times, and uh, it starts swirling into the ground and creates like a path, so you could walk through into uh, the village. Did you guys see that? It's impressive. Did that just happen? It's it's just a door. And Pinewood, he's been a smith for how long? Ever since he married my sister, at least. Oh, your brother-in-law. Yeah. 
Fair enough. That's why we have different last names. That makes sense. What's your sister's name? You want to know my sister's name? <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. <laughs> no, not for reasons. <laughs> Never mind, forget it. And like, no, I'm suddenly. If we no, could, if okay, we could also know it. her detailed backstory, please. Yeah. Her, well, her, her name's Acorn Bosom. <laughs> What's your mom and pa's name, by the way? Oh, I just call them Ma and Pa. Oh, that's what I need to. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, I'll head. I'll walk in first. This place is hilarious. Uh, so you guys all walk into the town? Mm-hmm. All right. So you get in there and you see, like, there's a, a decent group of people all walking around. There's little shops and stuff, and they're all, um, like, built into the, uh, like, trees, like a group of trees. It looks like someone cut a big hole out of them and just walk into them. Little hut-style sort of thing. Very nice. Uh, I'll just, is there, is he in there? Is Pinewood in there? Uh, so you guys walk for a couple minutes and he shows you around the town. He's like, this, this is where, this is where that handshake took place. In this building? No, just outside on the street here. Just outside the street. Yep. Wow. And so, over here, that's where I got my goading license. Your goading license? Yep. What's, what, what kind? I'm allowed to have goats. Oh. Are there regular goats here? Oh, yeah. Wait, you own goats? Yeah. I'm a fawn, but I own goats. Oh. Seems weird, but okay. Hmm. It's different. Yeah, it is different here. (laughs) It's like how tree ants have, like, gardens. I bet they put strawberry in their beer, too. Yeah, there's some of that. Ugh. Is that a common practice around here? Putting strawberries in beer? No, not really, but... No, like... Owning goats? Yeah. Fawns owning goats? Oh, well, if you have your license, you don't want to be caught without a license. Is it one of those things where you have to do it once and then you never have to do it again? Exactly. Hmm. Open book test? Maybe. Hmm. Multiple choice? Kinda. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I want to go talk to the Smith guy. (laughs) Alright, he's just around here. So he walks you into uh, this little shop, and you walk in, and you can see he's got, like, um... A hammer going and he's like beating a sword he's like come on get out of there you little bastard I, are you talking to us mm-hmm. oh hey oh prior what are you doing here oh these guys they they need some uh they, they need some work done to their weapons okay you, you guys need some silver plating put on them, it's, I guess, eh? It's, it's a really good thing that I can see these two people, or I'd be real confused <laughs> yeah. about who's talking to who. For, for two fawns who are not related, you sound remarkably similar. <laughs> All fawns sound the same. That's his brother-in-law, too, right? <laughs> yeah. But we are actually cousins, so that's fine. Well, it's the Feywild. Nothing is as it seems. Yeah. What happens in the Feywild? And Stays. that's the slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be able to enchant our weapons for us? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, I can throw some silver on it. That'll that'll at least help you out. It, it would help in, in to navigate these parts. I don't know if you could navigate it, but you could beat to up people. Overcome any obstacles we might find in this in this place. Yeah. Do you have uh, silver brass rings or brass knuckles? <laughs> silver knuckles? 
I, I can make you some mittens that have silver on the outside. <laughs> He's gonna wear mittens. <laughs> Fighting mittens. So they're tough mittens. But like, are they at least they're like the toughest mittens? Gloves with like finger dexterity. I, I, I could cut the fingers off of them. Sounds like a mitten. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How, how much? How much would that run me? Pinewood. What? Are you a friend of Oak Briars? I am. Oak, Oak Briar kind of shakes his head. Oak Briar. They, Oak they Briar actually invaded it. my home. We, we arrived in not the best circumstances. That's true. We came we, through a funny hole. And that's not cool, man. You said it was fine. You told us it was okay. We yeah. shared a meal together and whoa, whoa, whoa. we over... You didn't Sully eat my and I, soup. Sully and I shared a meal with and, uh, if anybody's a friend, we so. we overcame a couple of red caps together on the path. All right. Well, for a friend of Oak Briar, I'll I'll hook you guys up with the uh, with the silver smithing for free. Sweet. That would be excellent. Thank you. Yeah. What and are you guys doing here, anyways? We're looking. We're looking for a hero. Oh. I need a hero. Holding out for a hero. That's what I keep saying. A jukebox hero? No, not that one. Hmm. Have you More heard... like a hometown hero. <laughs> Have you heard any rumblings of any folk who might wish to meddle with the goings-on of the material plane? Those creepy little bastards in the winter court. They're always kind of plotting something or having a plan of some bullshit. What news in the city? What news of the summer court? What's happening? Not a whole lot. Status quo up here. You guys got like a newspaper or a periodical I could check out? Nope. It, Fair enough. What would we need to do to gain favor of the, the queen here? Of the summer queen? You can go and talk to her. Would she need us to... Well, if you saw some red caps, you should definitely go talk to her. We'll do that. Try and curry favor with so her. Like those red caps are known as things that are really easy to kill, right? No. They're like savages. They travel in like packs of like 40 or 50 and waste away like entire towns. Oh, we only saw two. Must 200. Uh, must yeah, we saw 200. 200. Oh, and, and you killed them all? Yeah, we brutally murdered them. It was really easy. Oh, well, that's that's good to we know that. We felt bad halfway this, through. This guy took out a bunch of them with his fists. What? With his fists. That's crazy. That's why we could use this, the silver. This is all a lie, by the way. We, we we saw two. Oh, okay. And I we killed them through various means. Well, uh, the sense of humor on the material plane is a little different. Hey, sometimes you have to be honest, buddy. Honesty's the best policy. Unless you're writing a book. <laughs> Sorry. Thor, <laughs> Thor's watching away. at all times here, so... Well, if, if you guys want to go talk to the queen, this is going to take me a couple hours to put some silver on your stuff, so uh, just whatever you want to leave here, I'll, I'll, I'll put it together. I'll make you your, your fingerless gloves there. That, that would be great. Uh, I have questions about the silver. What exactly does it do? It makes it so you can attack the fae creatures. Like all of them? Uh, you should be yeah. fine. Your weapon is magical. Let me see that axe. Oh you yeah, you're, that that's pretty magical. I think Can he you was put, talking about your guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Can you put okay. silver on my crossbow arrows? Yeah, I can put some silver tips on your bolts. You want that dagger coated in some silver too? Yes. All right. I'll leave my staff as well. 
Ooh, yeah, we can put a little silver tip on here and make it look like a pimp's cane. I don't know what that is. Is that... This guy gets out a lot. I don't know if he does. I've, I've been with the Order for some time. I haven't left in a while. The Order? The Royal Order. Oh, okay. Probably. I thought you meant the other Order. What other Order? The Eladrin? Oh, no. Oh. What's that? What can you tell me of the Eladrin Order? They're like a group of monks that do some stuff. Here. In the Summer Court. Oh, yeah. Hmm. What kind of stuff? Yeah, like... It's like a little political group. Oh, that's lame. Mm-hmm. I like to okay. leave politics out of my adventuring, okay? Sure. Do they have power and influence? Oh, yeah. Where would we be able to find them? Well, they hang out with the queen. And the, with the queen. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. All right. Well, I'll leave you one of my hand axes. Uh, this warhammer here is kind of a family heirloom. Don't want to leave it. Uh, have it put out of my sight. So here... Take this axe and uh, do what you will, friend. All right. Give me a couple hours and I'll have them ready for you. Oakbriar, I know we've in, 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 intruded on your day for uh, most most the better part of the day so far, but uh, could you escort us to the palace? Sure, I'll take you there. I got to go by there anyways. It's on my way to my stand-up set. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. So, <laughs> as we uh, walk by, can I just take a look at anybody, like, giving us... Like, odd looks, or... Uh, you see a couple of nobles kind of looking at, uh, um, Ugg, Sully, and, uh, uh, Ulrich, but, like, no one's really, sit, like, looking at you weirdly, it's just everyone that you're with is kind of getting a little... Anyone that's not an elf or a fawn that's kind of uh, around here? There are, like, through? gnomes and pixies and stuff like that, but... It's more like the noble-looking ones that are kind of, like, giving you the little... Right. What are these people doing here sort of thing. Are there any uh, other stores or shops or anything along the way? Uh, there's a couple of markets that you that you pass by. But uh, anything in particular you're looking for? Maybe some health potions. Well, it's a pretty uh, magical place. So there's a lot of healing that's just done by people. Hmm. Potions aren't that uh, easily came by in these parts. I see. Hmm. Good uh, to know. I have a question about the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Is it like, is the sky a different color, or is it just things moving? Like, what color is the sky? Is it still blue, or? Yeah. So, like, you've been traveling all day, and the sun has not set. It has just been like sunny summertime all day. Okay. I'm just trying to get a mental picture. Mm-hmm. Time works funny here. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm getting tired, but, like, nothing's changing. For my internal clock, like, what time, like, have we, should we be sleeping? Like, does it feel like we're all, like, about to crash? Well, we traveled half a day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oakbriar, would, yeah. it, would it be advisable to see the queen now, or shall we wait for the morning? Well, if you want to tell her about the red caps, I don't think you should wait too long on that. All right. Let's go. See the queen. Head to the palace. All right. So he walks to uh, the bigger row of trees that's kind of guarding the palace, and he knocks three times on this one tree, and it spins around, and it opens this hallway 
and you guys walk through that and you get to this part that's kind of like a waiting room and you see that there's four Eladrin uh, standing outside dressed in like really fine uh, green robes. I'll, uh, I'll say to them in, uh, in Sylvan. I'll just uh, say, uh, good day. We seek an audience with the Summer Queen. And who are you? We come from the material plane. We're investigating intrusions, incursions into that plane, seeking to find world-altering magic. And a hero. You have no idea what I said. Must oh, speak Sylvan. Sorry. <laughs> you want to talk about people coming through the plane? Yes. Have you noticed any intrusions? Anybody seeking to meddle in the material plane? There's people coming through all the time. It's not that big of a deal. Any uh, plans from the Winter Court, maybe? They're always plotting something. Do you have news to share with the Queen? Because if not, we're not going to let you come in. We also came across redcaps on our journey here. Really? Walking as boldly as ever. How many? Two. A scouting party. There's no way there was only two. A scouting party. Show them the tooth. I take out the tooth. He like leans in and looks at it. He's like, all right, there might be some validity here. Also, you still don't know what they're talking about. Oh, I'm just... I'm just watching <laughs> I'm just watching them, like, jibber-jabber at each other. Jump teeth! <laughs> I've got teeth! <laughs> All right, give me a moment. And that one walks through. You see he, like, touches a point on a tree, and the tree comes down into the ground, and he walks through there. Uh, give me a perception check, Bryn. Uh, 18 plus 4, 22. So as you're standing there waiting for this uh, Eladrin to come back, you see one of the Eladrin guards standing in the back corner give you like a little look like... What's up? He does that and then he like gives you another little head bob like, come follow me. Alright, I'll go follow him. Alright, so he walks away. Are there like benches in this waiting room? Yep, there's benches. I'm gonna hop up on a bench. I'm gonna sit next to you. And I'm gonna pour myself another beer from my wine skin. As I walk, as I walk by, I'll just you know tell Ugg and and Ricky, and it's all I just keep a watchful eye. Okay. Sure thing, buddy. Start sipping my drink, my warm, gross beer. <laughs> Nothing's getting by us. All right. <laughs> so you follow this Eladrin guy. Uh, into uh, he leads you through a hallway into this room, and he says to you. How's your mission going, brother? It's going well, but proceed slowly. Have you made any progress uncovering what the material planers are planning with the monolith stones? I have not. Hmm. And I, why I, are you not with Damon Coheast right now? He has two. We seek the third. One of their party had it. He fell in battle and was transported here. We find his body, his corpse, and hope to find the monolith stone on him before whichever creatures they absconded with his corpse realize what lies in his satchel. And how did you end up with these vagabonds? They had been tasked by Lord Cohes to find the stones. He'd offered them a paltry 300 gold to find objects oh, of world-shattering power. Idiots. 
They found one and decided to keep it for themselves for reasons I mm. have no idea why. Well, once you've found this third stone, come back to me. Will do. All right. So as he's talking with this Eladrin, uh, the other Eladrin comes back and says, all right, you guys are free to come see the queen now. All right. Uh, well, I guess Brent's taking a pee, so let's go. I'll should, rush. should we wait for him? I'll rush back. Nah, this like is while you, like, oh, you had while? just left All right. going through. Okay. I don't know. We can just go. Can we make the queen wait? We wait, wait do you, speak, you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> yeah, I speak common. Oh, perfect. You guys were talking before and I didn't understand. Well, I'm going to give priority to a Sylvan speaker. See, I feel like we should wait till Britain gets back. I don't know. He just walked off with one of your guards there. It's fine. Yeah, no, let's go. If you have urgent matters to discuss with the queen, you should do it now. All right, let's go. He's probably taking a pee. So he probably he le- asked, where's the bathroom? He what? leads you guys through the uh, <laughs> the tree and into this big hall. And it's massive, and it's, like, all treed in around it. Again, it looks like a big hollowed-out oak tree inside. Uh, you see this uh, beautiful woman... Uh, sitting oh. on the other side of the room. Uh, she's extremely pale with pointed ears. She's got long, flowing blonde hair. Uh, she's wearing a crown that bears a sun on top of it. And she's wearing an emerald green gown with gold leaves speckling off of it. And she's sitting on top of a throne that's like six stairs above a platform. And she says to you, Oi, come on this way. Speak your business. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, let's go. I like the cut of this queen's jib. 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 Let's cut straight to the point here, queen. Uh, we were told that red caps are bad news, and we encountered two on the road as we head in here. And I got I got a tooth. I just wave it around so she can see it. Maybe you should. That looks like a, that looks like a red cap tooth to me. That's what it is. Oh, that's that's no good. Ain't no good. So what does that mean? That might might mean that the Winter Court's planning something. Okay, the Winter Court. We heard that's a bad place. Icy. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. Uh, We're actually, uh, we came here looking for something, and if we need to, maybe you could help us, we help you out, you know? You scratch our back, we scratch yours. Other euphemisms. All right, all right, all right. So uh, we're here looking for uh, a friend who got dragged here by a couple of gosh darn witches. Witches? Hags. Hags. Hot women. Dems is the worst of the worst day is. Yeah, and he had on some magical element that uh, they they were looking for. I don't know the whole backstory of that stuff, but uh, we'd like to find our friend and bring him back home. Yeah, we miss him. Well, I'm working on my accents for an improv class. <laughs> I think you're doing all right, to be fair. That was pretty good. I'm, very get, rever- I'm relaxed I'm, with your accent. I'm not sure where I can't place it, but... <laughs> if y'all could give me a little bit of feedback, I'd be much obliged to help you out. <laughs> well, um... Is this like a... I think, I think if you start one way, you should try to hold that one way as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the problem. Yes, I. I can't keep it straight, Captain. I can hear that. 
Clearly. <laughs> when it's German is Scottish real quick. Crazy man. <laughs> so yeah, we're wondering, um, you know, we're we're just looking for our friend and he had some stuff on him that was important to us and we're hoping that we can get it back. And uh yeah, I don't know if there's anything you need us to do for you. Any troubles that uh, you need us to take care of? We we take care of trouble. That's, uh, that's one thing we do. Well, let me try my normal voice here. <clears throat> I got some beer if you need it. Wet your whistle. The red caps will surely be a major issue if there are more than two of them, which I can almost guarantee that there are. Do you think there was more... Hiding in the bush? They're not too good at hiding. So I would have to assume that they're just out there in a field somewhere waiting to do something. Waiting for an order to get the party started, as Pink would say. <coughs> Must be a Feywild thing. It's Pink. Yeah, never heard of Pink. It? Her? Him? They? Thine. <laughs> Thine. Uh, yeah, so... Um, she playing Dune Vegas? Sully, you got any input here? You want to help us out here? You've been awfully quiet. Do you need us to kill red, some red caps for you? Well, if you Before could you help us? figure out what the red caps are doing... Oh, okay. ...and put a stop to it, I'd be happy to try and help you find your... friend? I don't know what... Friend, yeah, he's also a hero. Yeah, and uh, uh, a tag team partner. At this point, the uh, Aladrin leads uh, Bryn into the uh, big waiting area. Hey, man, how was the bathroom? It was good. It had been uh, some time. Is it like a urinal situation or a big, you know, where everyone has to pee into the same thing? Like a pee trough? Like yeah, a, like a trough. Uh, Are we in the big waiting area? Or like kegs? Some cool bars have kegs on the wall. No, it was a fountain. Oh. You peed a fountain, man. This place is pretty uh, tip-top. Yeah, we don't hold back with the plumbing. Your Highness, and he'll bow deeply in reference to to the Queen. Uh, Arise, sir. uh, I joined this group of adventurers. We we seek some... uh, uh, they're a compatriot of theirs who who has fallen and transported here. And uh, if you need us to uh, get to the mystery of what plans the Winter Court has, we'd be happy to do it. This is all just recycled news. Yeah. Oh, did we're, you, we're, did you guys, did you guys talk stuff. about this? Yeah, I'm sorry, I was in the bathroom. We're going to have to solve was, the mystery of the red caps. That's all right. The first time around, I was trying out a bunch of different accents. They weren't really landing, so... I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Good. I'm Thank sure they you. were splendid, Your Grace. I did my best. Um, I think your improv class is in for a real treat. I heard there's an open mic set going on going on down five. the street. I actually uh, headline that every night. Are people mm-hmm. required to go because you're the queen? Or I, you know, it's a maximum. Uh, Five hundred people need to show up and a three drink minimum. He- it's yeah. heavily and Im- heavily implied that they laugh, right? I'd hope so. Mm-hmm. I've been to many clubs like that. Mm-hmm. So was your set like twenty, fifteen, ten, maybe a tight five? Uh, I do a fifteen actually. Oh, nice. Yes, as the headliner, I'm expected to, you know, <laughs> close out the show with a bang. <laughs> That's hilarious. Burn the house down every night. I try. But, uh, yeah, if you can, uh, if, 
as you were saying, scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. I'll I'll see what I can find out about uh, any whisperings about witches or hags or friends being a uh, dragonborn. A dragonborn. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that that that's something to go on. It's not uh, too easy to hide a dragonborn body. No, so. no, it would not be. Um, your grace, Guinevere, if, please, Guinevere. If you could point us in the direction of where you think we might be able to track down these red caps, we'd be happy to act on that immediately. I have absolutely no idea where you would start with that. I think we start with where we found the, t- t- the two that we killed. It's a good idea, Ricky. But they disappeared, Ricky. We know where they were, right? All right. That's true. We, we could do a circular pattern out from there. Uh, Guinevere, do you have any red cap specialists around maybe that uh, could help us? Might know a thing or two that would uh, give us the the up and up on these red caps? If they're planning an attack on the Summer Court, I need all of my men here ready to defend the Summer Court. Oh, I'm not asking to uh, take any of your men. I'm just asking if there's a specialist that you have that we could speak with. Or any, if you know of any other forces, the Winter Palace commands, the Winter Court commands. The Winter Court has many people at their disposal. Such as? Satyrs. Dryads. Evil pixies. Mean locks, hags, they all kind of hang out in the same spot. Hmm. There's no shortage of weirdos trying to fuck us over here. Have you spoken to your sister? Your aunt. My aunt? Your aunt. Gwen? Gwen. Ever since I was given rule over the summer court over her, she uh, is not too kind towards me. You should invite her. To see your improv class. And then you guys could bond and reconnect. Why, that's a bloody good idea, it is. (laughs) Have a laugh together. Laughter's the best. I feel like Gwen would not be so inclined to come and watch me perform. Oh, she wants to take part? In a way. She wants to steal the show and my crown. Is that what happens if you... Close out the set, you do real well, you get to be the king or queen? Usually, yeah. That's why it was called the King of Queens. Oh, yeah, I love that show. <laughs> Kevin James, he's my a national treasure. My eyes are getting weary. My back is getting tight. That might be copyrighted material. <laughs> you have to cut that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> there goes the last two minutes of my set. Cut here. Um... <laughs> Well, thank you, my, uh, your highness. We, we shall take leave. All right. Well, good luck, and uh, keep me posted on whatever happens. Is there a direction we might wander in uh, search of the lands of winter? Uh, you want to head up. Head up? Yes. All right. Thank you. No problem. That'll make sense eventually, I guess. <laughs> now bow as you leave. Bow as you leave. Take a bow. <laughs> thank you for your time. Orion, thank you for listening to me. <laughs> it's been an honor, man. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll try to make it to your set if we can. Oakley Dokley. <laughs> uh, is there um, uh, a tavern in town that we could, just, uh, like some kind of lodging that we could find for the night? I'll roll a history check and see if you know of anything. 
19. Uh, so you know of a... The tavern is actually the uh, stand-up bar. <laughs> uh, that's where there's um, a place to, to rest for the night. Oakbrier, if you could take us to the, uh, the, the local tavern, we'd be much obliged. Oh, okay. So he walks you out of the uh, trees uh, into like the waiting room. And as you're there, you see the Eladrin that pulled uh, Bryn aside. And he gives you like a little head nod again. I'll return it. As slyly as possible. Do I notice that? Yeah. Roll a perception check and see. 20. 18. 18. Everyone notices. (laughs) So, Bryn, uh... You got pretty comfortable with that guy in the bathroom, I guess. Yeah. He, uh... You guys use the same stall, or...? We did. Cross the streams? (laughs) Yes. Things get weird here in the Feywilds. Nothing is as it seems. Hmm. So you guys are walking, you get out of the castle, uh, you get out of the big tree line, and you're walking around the, um, like the smaller tree line where all the, uh, the homes and businesses and the taverns are, and everyone roll me perception checks. That one. <laughs> me too. That's a total of four. With them high, I'm high. 23. 23. 16. All right. So Sully and Bryn, as you're being led to the uh, the tavern, you start noticing that there's red-capped wearing people everywhere in the street. They're like elves, but they're wearing wet red hats? You or- just see like red caps everywhere, like further up walking around amongst the people. And that's where we'll end our episode. Ooh. What happens next? Tune in next week. Massive street ball. Don't miss it.